0: Okay. So, good morning. It's Wednesday, February 3rd, 4th, 3rd, whatever. It's Wednesday in February. (laughs) (laughs) I'm super excited to have our first um, special guest of February. With me today is Claudia Whitmer, who is the owner and facilitator of Big Oak Farm in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania. And Claudia is also one of my bestie friends. Thank you for being on here with us today, Claudia.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I've been watching you live for a long time. For me to be on the screen is weird and exciting and weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, weird and exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Also, um, what was I going to tell you? Oh my God, my brain just totally blanked. But let's like let's start talking about the things because you have so much going on right now and I know we talk about it all the time. So it's like hard to know where to even start. But can you just tell us what Big Oak Farm is? Yeah,
1: I was thinking that uh, I'll start in the beginning of where it started for me just very quickly. Is um, a few years ago, I had pulled myself off of the matrix. So my old life was professional, I was a social worker, I worked for a university, I ran daycare centers, and I um, was trying to do all the things and trying to do all the the right things. Um, And I had four children very quickly. And so I found myself with four little tiny children trying to work a professional job And I just felt so, so, so lost, you know, like I didn't know how I was gonna make this be my life forever. It just was not sustainable for me. So um, I kind of went through a dark night of the soul and I found myself after I kind of healed and recovered and given myself space to just be for a little while, just stay home, I stopped working, I became a stay at home mom and, And it took a while, it took a while to like heal myself from that, to be able to kind of step off the matrix and just find myself. And so about a year after that, I had a very big downloaded message come through during one of my meditations. And the message that came through was find a farm, build the farm, make a little world that included artisans and artists and kids and people and really just like a hub for people to live a life that might be considered a little bit different than the mainstream life. So all the other kind of misfits with me that weren't fitting in that uh, mainstream sort of life, it was like an opportunity of how we could start to heal ourselves by living in this little farm. So I pictured like these little A-frames and, and really just how do we make a space for these kids, for the people, for everybody? And so I had that dream and this vision. And within a year, I'm living at this farm. My in-laws gave us this farm to support that vision of helping to heal people and heal our community. And so here I am at the farm um, so quickly. And it's really, I mean, thank God, right? Because now that it's 2020, I mean, I could not have picked a better place to be, um, you know, Living during the middle of a pandemic when everyone's scared to go anywhere. Well, I live on a place where it always, in my opinion, feels safe, you know, out here on the farm and with the animals. And so I've been uh, living the dream, yeah, trying to figure it out. So this year coming up, um, I've really had to do a lot of focusing on like, what is my heart actually saying? It's such a huge idea, such a huge thing. Like, where do I start? What do I do? And um, You know, I think if we can just like tap in, so I've been just listening and listening. Well, I have four little children that I am raising and taking care of. And what I've been seeing so much is that these kids are just like so disconnected. They don't, they're not really sure where to land. Like they're not feeling super connected to matrix life. You know, they're they're looking for like a different alternative. And so this last summer, I started holding summer camps for kids and had the kids come out here. And they had so much fun. Just yeah, being they kids. really did. <laughs> I mean so much fun. I had little kids that were making forts and hay barns and painting chickens fingernails. And Well, you even you know, got
0: my kids to do outside things, which is totally insane. <laughs> yeah.
1: They were just, and that's, I think, the beauty of life is it could it can be so fun and it can be so easy at the same time. So just getting people connected back to nature, mm-hmm. that they can learn to find themselves. And oh my God, I never would have actually tried building this or putting this together, but I did it. And after I did it, I feel really good about myself. Like I am cool. I hike the cool things, and it <laughs> would so. <do> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, I got you in a tent. you You're you're one of them too. Getting these people outside. You did. You did. Before yeah. Claudia, I had I would never gone camping at all, and and now I have successfully camped. Wait, have I camped anywhere else but your but your yard? No. No, probably not. But no. still, that's still. It's still <laughs> wild. It's still wild and and crazy. So a little baby steps. You're rewilding me. That's for sure. <laughs>
1: exactly so i think my mission in life which i think is hilarious is that i get to rewild people back to nature yeah and yeah i have i was gifted the opportunity in a beautiful space to live out my dream and so i'm trying to do it the best that i know how and that i can and i'm really focusing a lot on kids because i have a lot of them and and i think they needed a lot and really everybody you know everybody needs a fun safe place to play and to be imaginative yeah and create create whatever their heart and brain is thinking about that might seem weird and odd is actually the magic like that's the thing that you should be going for and doing even if it's super weird and like no one would do this yeah they probably
0: would come here and ask i'll, I'll we'll find you a spot <laughs> <laughs> the weirder the better we're all a little bit weird here Yeah. Um, I want I wanted to tell people, too, a little bit about your land because um, Big Oak Farm, it's in Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, and Big Oak is one of the first places that I have ever gone to where I kind of learned that, um, what do you call that, Claudia? We have a word for this. My brain's not working. Um, living ceremony. It's kind of one of the first places where I, just, where I was able to take part in that, and it's so simple that... You, you might miss the whole idea of it if you just don't realize how what it is. But your land is so magical and Claudia has lots of trails out in the woods that her and her husband keep nice and clear and places for fire pits and little chickens running around and children and beautiful sunsets. And you walk on that land and you just have this, like, remembrance of, oh, this, I, I belong to this, I'm connected to this. And when you're having one of those days, which, you know, 2020 was a lot of those days for many people where you're just spinning and the energy is crazy, there's nothing like going to your farm and walking through the woods with you and like just having a bundle of sage and like connecting with the land. You feel so much more like yourself.
1: Like, yes, exactly. Like your ancient, Snoopy, please. Like your ancient self that remembers the smell of the fires, that's able to look over and see a bunch of tents and hear giggling and hear women gathering. And, uh, and it is, it's, it's a beautiful way to start healing yourself, you know, and being out in the land. So I'm excited to make more spaces. So that Snoopy you're annoying. Go away, go away Snoopy, go, go, go. go. <laughs> 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 <Of> course <laughs> <it's> Snoopy, <laughs> of course it's Snoopy, <laughs> go away. <laughs> but I'm excited this year to really, um make more spaces, so more ceremonial spaces that we can hang out on the farm. So we're building, we're looking into like new earth buildings, building yurts. It's really like a playground for everybody, for grownups. So let's go build these new forts and let's try this. And let's see if, you know, we can sit in bathtubs together and
0: hang out and like with good smells and sounds. And can you you tell us um, in a little bit of detail about the whole bathhouse situation, because I'm yes, very excited that would about love that. To. So
1: one of the big the things
0: that I've been trying to figure out
1: here at the farm is it's awesome, but there's not outdoor bathrooms. I mean, it was a family home. So it just we would have quarter potties in the summer and or you peat in the woods, like, you know, whatever your jam is. But that was, <laughs> that was the extent of it. And so wanting to be able to host more overnight, to be able to allow people to do um, like retreat rentals and to be able to have campouts that were a couple of days. We needed showers and we needed real bathrooms. So I started like, what am I going to do? How do I build this outdoor bathroom? Well, miracles happen and people show up right when they should. And I dreamt it. And I'm not kidding you. I thought I need an outdoor bathhouse. And like the next week, someone showed up and was like, can I build an outdoor bathhouse at your house? Using like new earth technology, and I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, let's that's we could totally do that. So, Matt, if everyone knows Matt, that he's on Sarah's Lysom to Matt Creamer, has built yurts previously and lived in them, and it is his dream to build them for a living. And so, I think
0: Matt's are, here with us actually,
1: yeah, Matt, Matt mm-hmm. is my buddy, and, and he's good at it, and he really likes it, and it's fun to him. And so, we are building. An outdoor bathroom it's by the, the she shed. Those of you that know that where the she shed is, so beside the she shed is an outdoor bathroom that has two showers, two toilets that use all new earth, not composting, but like new earth technology. So it's I'll let Matt go into detail on that on some time, but it's not compost. Like we're not, you're not gonna have to dump your poop out after the bathroom. <laughs> There's
0: <laughs> not gonna be buckets of poop to
1: dump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because come on, we are still like girly, we we know. We don't we don't want to do all the things. And so, but the what I really had been envisioning for a while here is a place that we could bathe and do magic baths. So I love to take baths. It's my obsession. I love to include herbs and oils and salts and mix them all and do intentional healing for ailments using all those combinations. In a bath, and so I said, "What about a bathhouse?" And he's like, "Well, that's freaking awesome. Let's build the bathhouse." So we're building the bathroom on the one side of the she shed, and then there's like a little deck connecting, and it's a it's a yurt, a 16 foot yurt, that's going to be beside the pond, beside the she shed. It's going to be beautiful, and it's going to have bathtubs, four of them, around the edge circle of the yurt. And in the middle, there's going to be, you know, either a, a table to be able to do treatments or, you know, a pretty table that we can decorate and put all the smelly up yep,
0: pretty. And altar on. for sacrifices. All, yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to go all there, but you know, but
1: yeah, sort of. <laughs> but you said we could get weird, Claudia. <laughs> I know, well, yeah, I do not know how weird you want to get on your live, but listen, I, I'm in for all of the weird, yes.
0: All of the but weird
1: so beautiful and it's and it to me it just felt so good cuz it's like as soon as i'm like how do i solve the problem let me sit quietly let me think about it let me kind of meditate and hopefully like something will come eventually and then it, it came and it's like as soon as i had the thought the person that wanted to build them showed up immediately and to me that just is exactly what this magic is about and what building this farm is about it's not just me and my dream and whatever i Feel like I want to do. I feel like my dream is to be able to build and help other people build their dreams. So mm. Matt to come in and build his yurt and use his, and then that helps him and it helps us, and we all get to enjoy this beautiful, decadent herb covered witch cottage bathhouse. Win win, you know, for everybody. So yeah. I'm so 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 excited about this bathhouse. We actually are meeting very soon to start building
0: the, building it. Um, so yeah. i say that I hope, I hope it's done like really, really fast. I know, we um, do. So. <laughs> like so. your fingers. but you know what, when you're talking, what I also want to, to kind of bring up here, because I think for a lot of us, we're a lot of us are in this, like this creation mode, right? We have so many big ideas and so many things we want to do. And, and of course we have this feeling like we want to help people. Right. And I think that with a lot of us with empaths, right and intuitives especially you are kind of running around this earth up until this point helping 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 giving 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 right and so i want to kind of like talk to you about what does it look like for you in the position you're in with like a place like big oak farms where you're you're doing so many things for the community you're also raising a a large family you have um, a marriage, and you have your own stuff to look after, how do you, what do you think about boundaries with this? Like, what have you learned with, you know, working in community and also retaining your own sense of self and your own boundaries? Oh, you're going to call me <laughs> out on slides, <some> Sarah. <laughs> I love you so much, Claudia. know.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it, it took me all of a lot of 2020 to figure this out because I am a social worker. I am a helper. I was like born into the world being the caretaker of my family, the caretaker of all the weak everybody. Like, I just felt like very good at taking care of everybody It me. It did something for me. And I just assumed because I was good at it that I was supposed to do it all the time. And so what I've had to learn in boundaries is that I can't give all of myself all of the time to everybody for everything. And I used to like it and thought I needed to do that. And, um, and really what I've learned is that me showing boundaries and respecting myself and like what I can actually physically do and handle has been a good model for other people. So I can't allow people here every day, all the time, every minute of the day and me like kind of tend them and help them and offer space for them and it, because I, it drains me and then i then i have nothing left to give and then i kind of get like angry and resentful at myself and anybody just because i'm like burnt out and over it mm-hmm. um so i've really learned this last year that me you know being specific about time and when is a good time to me or i'm not, i can't let people hear all the time every day um has been a good model because I think that that then shows people oh it's okay to say no like I I, it's a loving gesture to be able to say no I'm taking care of myself today and I I can't today or this is the you know the space that I need for myself has been a a good way to show other people that they're allowed to do that too
0: yeah a hundred percent and also starting to understand the 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 true healing that takes place and that we actually can't heal other people but we can create safe spaces where they can receive support where they can get the resources that they need where they can be in a place where they can access their own intuition and their own gifts but we can't like we're not running around like little generators just giving off our energy to everybody so they can feel good and that's kind of how we were operating before you know what i mean it's exactly how I was operating
1: and it was a learning. You know, it's like when you start something new, you don't know how you don't know what you're doing. So you have to start somewhere and you have to learn. And so I think it was really good that I had a chance to experience it. Then I had the chance of 2020 to experience nothing and to like be reflective um, yeah. you know about what was happening. Because yeah, it's true. Like I want to be able to offer people the place where they can come in, um, you know, so the idea is that we have blocks of time, especially for kids in camp. So say there's a couple hours, I would love for people to bring their skill to the farm and, and do their skill and show children how to do it or grownups or whoever's going to be here. And use, use what you like, what is your magic healing, and, and, and be able to give that space. So that's really kind of how I've had to relook at it is, how can I offer space for you to use and heal and do your thing? as opposed to me being the space.
0: (laughs) Right, (laughs) crawl into my body, I will fix you. (laughs) Yeah, I love you and hug you and take care of you and do all the things.
1: Yeah, but it's exciting because everyone wants to, I think people are really tapping into what their magic is lately. And it's, hey, I'd like to draw this or, hey, I'd like to take a walk and find plants or I like to, you know, whatever it is. I mean i think and but they don't know how to work it into the world but i think that's the gift that i can now give as a healing is i can offer you space to use your skills here and teach other people and show your gifts to the world in a plate mm-hmm. and a safe place
0: yeah i love that matt yeah. has a comment here that says this space is allowing my dreams to manifest themselves as well co-creating a new world together and i think that sounds beautiful i mean it's you know, in the, I think, how, how long have I known you? Like, has it been under two years? I think so, right? About, about two years. Yes. Two years, yeah. About two years. So, you know, we met each other during like both of our very transitional phases in life where we were like moving from one one place to like seven other places <laughs> all at once in, in that tra- transition. And it, I think it's been really amazing to kind of, to, to watch you and to watch how big Oak has evolved and you know how much has changed and also how much about that place has also stayed the same. And I say that because the magic there has always been so present and it feels like what you're doing now is removing the noise that detracts from that magic and putting in place different structures that are going to amplify that magic so that people can really enjoy it in a conscious way. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, oh, You're so good at your
0: words, Sarah. I mean, like I talk so much, Claudia. <laughs> and then sometimes the words don't work at all, right? <laughs> it's, but that
1: is exactly it. And it's, you know, an understanding now that we're in a time and a place where that is exactly what this world needs right now, is a conscious, Beautiful place that's outdoors that allows you to think exactly, feel yourself, feel whatever comes to you, and self direct yourself to find like your own way of healing. But giving you different spaces to try a lot of different things to see if any of them work for you. I mean, maybe it won't be here that it happens, but I think we all need somewhere to kind of reconnect and, and find like what our soul, what makes our souls happy. 100%.
0: 100%. And you know, also, we're moving into a place now where, whereas before it was like in the spiritual community, we were seeking that guru, right? We were seeking the answers. We were seeking, like, tell me what the step by step method is for me to heal myself so that I can be feeling better and I can be part of this. And moving into new earth energy, we're starting to understand that the power is within each of us. And so, no other person can fix you or tell you what to do. And I think that transition is kind of um, it's kind of rocky because it means that if that is so, you have to take full responsibility for your entire life, for your choices, for your for for your the energy that's currently around you. And then also um, you have to then move into that space of taking some sort of action to shift yourself into different energy, right?
1: Exactly. And, and, and we can't wait on someone. To, no one's going to come in and like save us and tell us exactly what to do. And I think that is the shift right now is, you know, how are you going to find yourself? And here's one option of a you can try the farm. It's a spiritual, it's a mindful, it's kind of living ceremony where we get to learn new skills and some basic survival skills, you know, like about water and how to make fire and how to build things and what new earth technology is, and so it really is. How can you become your own expert and find the space to find that in you, mm-hmm. and where it's it's lovingly supported. You know, where you're not going to be judged here. It's we like the weird, so like just do your thing, whatever that looks like, and and kind of tap back into that childlike wonder in yourself.
0: Claudia, Claudia, tell us tell us your motto. Oh, God, which one? I'm scared. The one, the one with the kids. The not with the kids. It's like, it's like, whatever. Just don't be an asshole or something like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We,
1: we love everybody. And we we don't judge anybody in, unless you're an asshole. And then yeah. we'll send you love, but you just can't. <laughs> <from heaven. laughs> don't bring it over here. Yeah. We love you all. We love you all day. You an asshole. We love you from afar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Um... Also, one of the projects that, if I'm not mistaken, we've talked about briefly, I don't really understand all of it, but is you um, bringing in people and different new earth technologies to regenerate the soil at Big Oak.
1: So it's really kind of looking, I've been able to model the farm to life. So for an example, we are building a medicine wheel garden. So a beautiful, Erica Jo designed it for me. I was like given as a gift. I was so excited. So I thought, oh, it's so easy. I live on 90 acres on a farm. I'm just gonna go out here and dig this plot of dirt up and plant it and like design it. It's gonna be so beautiful. I'm so excited. Well, so I go out there and I till and t- get the dirt dug up and it's like rocks and clay and the shittiest dirt you've ever seen. And I was like, what in the world? Like, I, dirt is dirt, right? No, dirt is not dirt. And what I have been learning on this farm is that the way that we have been farming for the last hundred years is just trashing our dirt. It's because we're tilling it and all the good nutrients run off. And then we use chemicals to spray the crops and we've just kind of ruined a lot of the land. And so this medicine wheel that I you know, wanted to, I actually paid $200 to have a company bring me dirt to my farm that I live on 90 acres of farm. And it was a big epiphany for me. Like, wow, something is not right. I didn't, I don't, I'm learning, I didn't know. And uh, so really, it's really getting back to the basics of everything. So this medicine wheel, it would be so nice. And I wish it could be this beautiful, well-designed, perfect thing. Well, it can't be yet because we don't have the foundation yet. And the foundation is good dirt. Wow. So really stepping back, stepping back, stepping back. What found, What are the foundations that we need to build now in new earth? And it starts with dirt, it's as silly as that sounds. So it's really composting. Um, using natural scraps. And so that's where we have had to kind of focus our energy is teaching kids. Here's what composting looks like. Here's where we build our compost. Here's what goes in the compost. So it's kind of just starting from the basics and starting that education that yes, we all want these beautiful, well designed, beautiful gardens and luscious fields, but it doesn't come. It doesn't start like that. You have to start at the beginning. So that is what we're doing is regeneration farming. So You know, we've teamed up to get um, trees from the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. So we have like hundreds of trees coming. So building, um, you know, windbreak walls and putting things by the water and trying to figure out why things are eroding. So it's kind of been a step by step process on this farm of what do we want to do? How do we build it? And then but also how do we start back at the beginning and start regenerating and changing the way that we have been farming for a long time isn't how we're farming anymore. And so it's kind of having to like step back on everything and break down those old ways and bring it back to like new earth technology, regeneration farming. Like the old ways were really good, but they didn't mass produce for, you know, the industrial age. So, you know, we got a lot of them just got taken out. And so it's really just starting step by step, farm by farm, field by field, medicine wheel garden at a time, rebuilding and starting with the dirt.
0: Mm, That is such an amazing like metaphor, generally speaking for what we're doing right now, because everybody would love if we could just snap our fingers and just build something beautiful and brand new that's perfect, but you can't do that on top of of sick dirt and exactly. that's that's the foundation And so it's kind of like we have to break that down that's the power energy and start again and you know i think what's really interesting is you know we use this term new earth all the time now right because that's kind of like that's kind of the the way of um tapping into that energy but if you think about it claudia like what we're actually talking about is like original earth we're talking about what, what was once that we have so um, you know effectively forgotten especially in the past in the past um, hundred 150 years but you know understanding that this new earth stuff is not is not like whoa this has never happened before it's like no this is how <laughs> this is how it was when when we started and now we're we're looping back around and it feels brand new for us but the earth is kind of like yes thank you um, Yeah. <laughs> could you be nice <laughs> yes. well and that's been
1: really like the fun and for me is thinking that it would just be easy here's the tools and I have all of the tools and I'm just gonna plow it in and put it and done I'm gonna have it I did the work and it, and it hasn't been that but it's been learning to listen to the land mm-hmm. so when I walk in the woods and I can see trees or I see vines that are like strangling trees or I see where the water looks a little bit clogged. It's, I I feel like our, we have a gift that nature talks to us all the time and, and tells us there's energy in the trees, there's energy in the water, there's energy in the plants that are there. And if we can open ourselves up and listen to what it is sharing with us, we sort of naturally go with that and can start to like regenerate it everywhere. So when you do, when you till it up and there's rocks, it's saying to you, Mm-mm, "Bad dirt. How do we start a dirt?" You know, or I go in here and there's vines and you know invasive species that are covering all the trees back there. It's telling me something. Something is not in balance over here. And so what do I do to fix it? And so I think it's learning if we learning to trust ourselves again and listen to that intuition and. Listen to the energy and the messages that come from everything around us all the time and be open to wanting to like help it. Like, I don't want to see you guys all die back here. Like, what can I do to make it better? And then just kind of listen and you get directives, you know, and so I cut down the vines, right? Till this or I, you know, I just, I'm, I'm winging it over here some days. Cause I don't know. I mean, I'm not a hundred year old farmer. I'm new, I'm trying. All I know is I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> I'm listening and I'm trying and I'm open to having other people help me and that has been one of the biggest lessons I've actually had to come to in this whole situation and coming into the farm and starting this is I felt terrible asking for help. Are we good? Are you there? Yeah, you're good. Okay. So be learning how to ask for help is is a huge one in that co-creation, co-creating everything and just saying like, I'm not an expert in any a lot of this, but I know that there are people who love this. And so just opening myself up to say, I don't know, I love someone that could come in and would love to show me or would love to teach this or so really just, you know, being able to under, to be able to say, I don't know. I don't know it all. And I don't know how right. to do it all and i would like right. help. <laughs>
0: yes. and and i think that's that's like such a big it's such a big lesson for us especially as you know you're a a capable person like more capable than most and so you have held a lot of responsibility and of taking care of so many people and there hasn't been that space right for you to be like okay i need help now and it's kind of us all learning that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay not to know everything and it's okay to have a big idea and then say help me make this possible because you could you know go and learn as much as you can about all of these different things, but gosh, wouldn't it just make so much more sense for the people who are passionate about these specific things to just come in and bring their magic with them. And then you're, you're like this facilitator of all of this energy. And it's just, it's just amazing. So I've watched you do this and I saw the shift when you started saying, oh, I actually can ask for help everything started happening so fast like that's when everything started manifesting when you like just said okay i don't have to do everything by myself without complaining
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a gift and i think it's a it's a good message for everybody that it's like not all of us are going to do everything that everything by ourselves and i don't think that we were ever supposed to so it's how do we start healing ourselves with nature and healing ourselves as part of a new community That's all coming in with the same idea that I can't do it all by myself, nor do I want to, and I would love to be in a community of people that are wanting to do their thing and help each other.
0: Yes, and I think that is, you know, that is the key word there is is community, because that's something we've lost in our modern society is that sense of community, and I think that. Um, Even over the past couple years, you know, I've seen it with with just my relationships, too. It's like we are taught to just be this one woman show. You've got to take care of your family. You've got to go to work. You've got to do all these things. You've got to be perfect. You can't complain. You have to keep yourself at a certain weight. You have to look pretty. Don't ever age past 33. Like, it's just all of these demands upon us that keep us so disconnected from each other because we're so busy, But what do we actually crave? We crave connection. That's why when we get together, like especially lately when we have the opportunity to gather together within our circle groups, like, you know, for just a few women to get together, it's freaking magical. Everybody is like hopped up on the energy and just so happy to connect. And we're learning how to have conversations with each other without talking over each other. We're learning how to listen. We're learning how to say, ooh, you know, I acted like this before. And I would like to not do that again. I'd like to shift my behavior so that we can connect in a more meaningful way. And you know, those, those things happening on a small level are what echo out there, ripple out there and become big. They become a new way of behaving and connecting with each other. So I'm excited to continue to be a part of whatever magic you have at Big Oak and just to see how this community grows and expands from this heart-based place that you are planting it in it's so exciting and just so magical
1: i'm excited that you're with me i'm excited for all the people that i have that have been a part of it that are excited that keep me going and it—and i'm excited for new things and a lot of new stuff is about to come out different retreats and opportunities and really a lot of chances for kids to connect and start to build new buildings and when we build these buildings we want to teach and do workshops while we're building them so people can take what we're doing there some old world ways or new earth whatever you want to call them so they can translate that to whatever wherever they go back to so really just being a teaching center where we get to have fun live be present out in nature and
0: remember the things so that you can take them back to your world so I That's love it. Team. I love it. Let's let's do a quick shout out to the Whitmer kids. We love you. Love oh, love. <laughs> hi Jesse. So and, and Shout out to Eric as well. And so Claudia, um, the web your website is not yet up. Is that correct?
1: No, we where it's being
0: developed. So okay, website is so- being developed. Websites being developed. So if you guys want to stay in touch and learn more about Big Oak Farm, you can find Big Oak Farm on Facebook. They're on Facebook. But I will also be putting something on my website so you can find Claudia, so And I will also be putting a post on Instagram and Facebook so you can follow along with her on Instagram or Facebook and just kind of stay in touch with all of these adventures and new opportunities and I know workshops are coming, events are coming, different gatherings are coming and I know Jen and I are going to be a part of some of those so I'm super excited so you know just kind of if you guys want to stay in touch I know some of you are listening on the podcast I will put that in the description of the podcast as well so you can learn more about the Whitmers and what Claudia and Eric are doing over at Big Oak Farm. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thank you so much for being my first guest on here. I love you so much.
1: Oh my God, I'm so honored. Thank you for having me.
0: I love you. Much love, everybody. Thank you. So I'm gonna go ahead and... Get rid of me? I don't know how. I'm gonna click myself. Let me see. So before we leave today, my friends. That was amazing. I just want to pull a quick card for you because the fairies would like me to do that. So a quick card from the Fairy Forest deck, one of my favorites by Lucy Cavendish for your Wednesday. Thanks for hanging in with me today. I know it was a little bit of a longer podcast than usual. And of course, you can always find information in the Facebook group the restoration Facebook group and I will be posting this card in there this one keeps coming up my friends it's the Maybon again 37 and I'll read that real quick for you it's very exciting this is a good one the Maybon is the child of the darkest moments born when bright hope beckons you into a positive future born out of what has seemed to be the most hopeless space you have ever been within. This card indicates that you are now thinking magically. What you think, what you are, manifests about you at all times. Now, with this new magical mindset, you begin to transform your life into one of delight and hopefulness and to uplift your companions with your vibrant, positive energy. When we allow ourselves to shine, we become who we were always meant to be. And by example, We encourage others to become who they truly are. You are a powerful role model for others. Keep up the wonderful work. You still have many experiences ahead of you on your journey, but this energy is now your companion and your divine inspiration. I think this is a beautiful card for Claudia and thank you again so much for being with us today. I'm sending you all lots of love for your Wednesday. Talk to you soon.